And we're back with more of the Pope on film. What? I'm not eating mac and cheese during the recording of the podcast. You are. That's right. Let me just say something. It it upsets me how now everywhere you go, you see Travis Kelsey. Yes. He's doing all these commercials and he's promoting all these things and you see him everywhere. Is he a good football player? Is he a bad football player? I don't fucking know. He's only famous because he's dating um, America's premier white woman, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, he even released a brand of microwavable food called Travis Kelsey's Kitchen. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I want to eat food from the man who's dating Taylor Swift. Isn't that ridiculous? And I'm just having such a hard time ducking news. Oh, my God, that's it? He released a burnt ends mac and cheese, and it's jumbo macaroni and a cheddar cheese sauce with seasoned beef brisket burnt ends. This shit is so fucking good. Yeah. And it's pissing me off because it's Travis Kelsey's like a microwavable food brand. But it's so fucking good, buddy. I got it for free. It was given to me, and I'm like, ah, it was free. Whatever, I'll make it. I don't know, you know, give him a it's chance. So What's good. he doing with the money from it? You know, it could be a, a modern day uh, Newman zone. It's so fucking good. Uh, I love this shit. I'm kind of uh, ashamed that I'm eating uh, uh, that I'm eating uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend's mac and cheese. Yeah. Boy, it's so fucking good. Oh, man. I, I'm just annoyed that I have no choice but to know about this person, like like it's forced on me, and just because they're dating a person who I also don't really want to know about, you know? Yeah. But I haven't been able to help it. I know way too much about these people that I'm not terribly interested in. And, like, let me just clarify this, okay? Nothing against either one of them, all right? Yeah. But I just turned this, turned 60. I'm running in a fucking hard drive space, okay? It's not worth storing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm and I'm old, too. I just turned uh, 34. Yeah. For all you know. And so there's that. But, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. What time is it? It's time, Bunny! It's time! It's time! Yes, Bunny, my, my friend, it is time once again for all of us here at the Pope on Film Podcast to sashay our way into the third half of the big shoe. And it is said third half, wherein we finally and eventually discuss our movie of the week. 
And since it's almost Christmas, we are getting into the spirit by discussing the 2023 holiday slasher. It's a wonderful knife. This is a comedy slasher flick. It came out in theaters November 10th. So this is a of this year. So this is a new movie. It just came out. I'm still yeah. not used to movies coming out like this. Yeah. I'm not used to going to the theater to see Five Nights at Freddy's, liking it, and then being able to see it at home. Legally. Yeah. Because it also came out as streaming. And I'm so weirded out at the fact that a movie can come out in November and then just be released for people to watch at home in December. Because when Ed Wood came out in 1994, I had to wait until 1995 for it to be available as a rental and then another year to be able to purchase it. Yeah. So the movie came out in 94, but I couldn't buy it until 96. So what I did is in 95, I rented it on VHS and then I put it on the TV and then I got a camcorder and filmed my TV so I could have my own copy of Ed Wood and my mom sneezed during one scene and to this day if I watch Ed Wood there's one part where it, it deep inside my head I hear my mom sneeze that's yes, fucking yes. weird. Yes. That's fucking weird. I hear I hear my mom's I'm haunted by my mother's phantom screams. Yes. I miss my mother very much. She's not dead. She's in Phoenix, but what's the difference? Am I right, ladies? Yes. I miss Phoenix. I grew up in Phoenix and I miss it, which is why sometimes, you know, I'll just get home and I'll I'll turn the heater up to 118, and then, you know, of course, my kids start complaining. Yeah. Oh, it's too hot. Oh, parts of the house are melting. We'll fucking buckle up. Yeah. Because we're all going to Metro Center Mall. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Funny. What are your thoughts on this week's move? Uh... Well, I liked it more than you from what I'm, what I'm picking up, which I find kind of funny. Uh, I, I, I think it was cute. I don't think okay. it ever, I don't think it ever, like, gets over, you know what I mean? Like, it never, yeah. it never makes the turn where it's actually good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's cute. It's kind of cute. If, you know, if some people liked it, I would be like, yeah, okay, I wouldn't disrespect them for it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, there are things it, it, I liked like, about this like movie. A, it's like a, a, a high myth. Okay, okay. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Mostly harmless. Mostly harmless. That is how I would rate this film. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not a bad movie, but it's also not a good movie. But also, we've watched some pretty fucking yeah. shitty Christmas movies on yeah. this podcast over the last nine years. We watched some fucking shit. If I had to watch an American Christmas Carol, 
and this i did this oh that 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 makes me i need did we ever cover last christmas no but that movie's so fucking dumb we have i don't think we watched it but i've mentioned it a million times because spoiler alert if you've ever heard the wham song last christmas you know the whole plot of the movie because the plot of the movie, spoiler alert, is in the first two lines of the fucking song. Because I was, I was, Last uh. Christmas, I gave you my heart. That's been... the twist of this fucking movie. And I groaned yeah. so fucking hard. Yeah. But I've, I've, I've was real. I've been reorganizing all of my media so that the plex can pick it up better okay yeah so like all the creeds look like creed movies now instead of how they recognize this really weird shit before and i came across yes. a movie that just said lc and I then like, we i don't know what the fuck may, this movie is huh maybe maybe we were going to watch it one Christmas, but we didn't. Hold on, I've got last year's notes right here. Hold on, let me get last year's notes. Uh oh, man, they're right. How, why aren't people not watching this more? I got my amazing boobs like right here. Okay, here you go. So this was my notebook from last year. What did we watch last year? Okay, American Graffiti, and then we watched. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And then we watched Hell on the Shelf last year. Yeah. That, that was shit. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Jim Carrey? No? Yeah, that was the Jim Carrey one. Hate that movie. And then we did uh, Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. I think we were going to do it last year. We just ran out of time. Yeah. But but so now I'm trying to categorize it. It's just marked LC. So now I have to like actually watch some of it to get to the title. But now I'm also figuring, you know, in my movie collect, you know, sometimes I forget a name and like I see the first fucking scene and I was like, oh, okay, that's what it is. You know? Yeah. And I'm just watching through it and I just have like no memory of this movie whatsoever. And yeah. I was like, and I was like, it looks like a movie we would have done for the show, but I was afraid my mind has just rejected it completely. That yeah. was my fear. That's why I want. Yeah, pretty sure that. we just, pretty sure we just didn't do it. Shit, we should have done it this year, Bunny. I apologize for two Shutter originals back to back. Yeah. I did not know that this week's movie was a Shutter original. Yeah. This movie did not do gangbusters in the box office. It came out in under 1,000 theaters, like 900-ish theaters, and it made less than $1 million. Wow. It made like $850,000, something like that, which is ridiculously nothing. And so I did want to go see it in theaters because I was because I'm weird, but I didn't. 
Buddy, here's an adjacent question. And that's kind of weird with uh, for it to do such low box office, especially with Fox News calling the movie out because they're yeah. big pussies, you know? Yeah. Bunny, here is a, here is a, it's a wonderful knife adjacent question. What are your thoughts on the original 1946? It's a wonderful life. It's a it's a cute movie. Well, wow! How about that? It's a cute movie. Uh, it's just not very. The message they're putting out just like always fails me. I mean, I enjoy the movie, but but no, everybody else had a wonderful life because he was alive. His life still sucked. Yeah. He is still at risk of going to jail because everybody around him are incompetent fuck ups. Also, I think who have wonderful lives. Also, I think 1946 is It's a Wonderful Life would be improved with more murders and uh, George Bailey kissing Clarence at the end. Yeah. Yeah. What if they just decided they wanted to be together at the end and they're just like going down on each other? That would make yeah. the film better. I'm not a big fan of the original. I'm a big fan of 1946's It's a Wonderful Life for one reason only to get a picture perfect look at the early days of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. Because that movie was filmed the year before. During the actual parade, and I fucking love that because I love the Macy's parade yeah. so fucking much. As everyone knows, huge fan of the Macy's parade. So I love getting to see a glimpse of the early days of that. But I'm not a fan, despite Carl Switzer being in it. Yes. <laughs> Alfalfa, who was killed because of a dispute over a dog i don't remember that chap i just yeah. remember it being cool what an odd cast though you've got justin long you've got jeff winger trying to steal a house from the cigarette smoking man yeah from the x-files that guy looked 80 years old in the 90s yeah i am shocked he is still alive yeah. And that he looked he, older he does than not the look old like ass he, he does not look like he has much time. I looked at him and I was like, Yeah. This your last movie. <laughs> like, damn, you were so old back then. He does you not know, I'm look shocked good. by that. He looks like his this skin is... is literally gonna fall off. Yeah. Any second. Yeah. This is an and odd fucking, fucking Justin Justin Long. Yeah, thank you. Uh, like at first, I was like, you know, he's really kind of come a long way as an actor. He's really putting a performance in here. And then I was like, the motherfucker's stealing Gary Oldman's performance from The Fifth Element. <laughs> this is the exact yeah. same performance. He is Zorn. Yeah. 
Yeah, he is Zorn. In the way he talks and his mannerism, like even the fucking teeth. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So yeah. I was like, I, I take it back. <laughs> but there are some things that I like about this movie. I like Justin Long in this. I like his performance. I like the fact that you find out who the killer is in like the first 15 minutes of the fucking movie. Yeah. Um, and also, Justin Long was in Barbarian last year. Did you see the horror movie Barbarian? No. It is a really good movie, and it's about these two people, a man and a woman who accidentally booked the same Airbnb, so they have to share a house together, and it's really creepy because the girl doesn't know who this guy is, but the guy seems to be a really nice guy, but also they got that Skarsgård who played Pennywise, so it, like I'm sure that the filmmakers were banking on that, that like, oh, we got this evil guy to play a nice person and everyone oh. in the theater is like, ah, oh, I think this guy's this super nice guy is going to end up not being a nice guy. And then like halfway through the movie, like the first murder happens and then the movie completely does a 360 like a, like a, like a psycho 360 like a from dust till dawn 360. And suddenly, Justin Long is introduced driving along a California highway while listening to the song Ricky Ticky Tavi by Donovan. Yeah. And singing along to it, which is why I have not stopped singing and listening to the song Ricky Ticky Tavi by Donovan since last year. I love that fucking song. Oh, and so every time that song plays, which is a lot, I'm thinking of fucking Justin Long in the movie uh, Barbarian, but it's a really good movie. I haven't seen a movie that is so scary, but at the same time, you're laughing at how fucking stupid it is sometimes. Yeah. But it's like scary as hell. But then like a half hour before the movie ends, you're laughing at how fucking stupid this movie is. Yeah. But then it's super scary. But then it's kind of a comedy because Justin Long is just airdropped into the middle of the film. It, it's really good. So I was happy yeah. to see Justin Long again in another bizarre horror movie. And I said this earlier in the podcast. I saw the girl and I saw uh, the weirdo. Uh, um, Bernie? Birdie? Uh, Bernie. 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 Bernie the weirdo. And I'm like, oh, man. So Bernie's going to be helping out the girl. Oh, man. They really seem to have hit it off with each other. Yeah. I want them to kiss. But then I know that's not going to happen because it's like 2023 and LGBT and woke and all this shit. They're not going to make them kiss. But then they kissed I and know. I was really happy. Like, win one for fucking lesbians. Uh, yeah. There's, there's something about... <laughs> there's something about teen lesbian romance that I really find adorable for some reason. Yeah. You know, I just find it really sweet. Mm. You yeah. know? Yeah. I'm, I am married and I am in a lesbian relationship with my lesbian wife. Yeah. So we're both women. And so we're both lesbians. 
And so I'm I'm embracing my lesbianness. But, but, but you're not. Because men are gross. Men are gross. <laughs> I should know. I used to be one. So men are fucking gross. Um. So I thought their relationship was cute. You know? Yeah. Um. Uh, although I bet you Bernie smelled. I'm sorry. She just looked like she smelled. Yeah, she looked like she might be sweaty. Yeah. 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 I. In I this movie's the fucking costume. I loved yes. how the angel looked. Okay. Yeah. That was originally how the screen the ghost face killer and scream was supposed to look, but they went with an all black outfit. And also as a nod to the fact that they have resurrected the original ghost face costume model for their killer in It's a Wonderful Knife. One character is named like Sidney Prescott. Yeah. Which is a, a, like a combination of two different characters in the Scream franchise. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's like a nod, a tip of the hat to Scream, but, but I haven't cared about the Scream franchise. The problem I have is like, this is now, now that I'm really thinking about it, this has got to be like a really like a plot hole or a subplot that they were going to do but didn't. Okay? What? Because as what? I was watching the movie and as I was watching the angel kill, it was uh-huh. like it never got blood on the pure white outfit. Yes. And I was like, yes. well, he better be a supernatural killer of some sort, which, spoiler, no. You know? No, he just had the costume scotch guarded. But, but like, then at that point, I mean, it's got to be a plot point that they, they didn't explore because it would take way more work to keep that clean. That is a good point. Then to just let it get, even if you're doing it with with a uh, all CGI, you're still gonna have to mask the blood splatter around the outfit. Yeah. Okay. So what you're saying is we need to film a sequel that focuses on the uh the sole dry cleaner in the town. Yes. Yes. Probably. Is fucking, now we finally know. So maybe we should call David Letterman. But we finally know what Martinizing is. Yes. Very much so. Speaking of Martin, um, this movie, in its most basic form, I appreciate it. Because I have many times watched a miracle on 34th street and wondered what if little Susie Walker girl yeah just started fucking stabbing the shit out of people yeah and so I like the concept of we have gotten a classic Christmas movie and we have turned it into a horror film a tongue-in-cheek horror film at that. Okay, so let's workshop some ideas. Here's the first one. 
how easy would it be to remake um, uh, Will Ferrell's Elf to make it more like the movie Mark? Yes. Where here's this crazy person, but he thinks he's an elf who works yes. for Santa, but you don't know if he is or not. Because well, you don't see any of the shit where he's in the North Pole. You just see him when he appears in New York, and you're like, oh, so he's either an elf from the North Pole or he's fucking crazy. Yes. And then people start dying. Okay, we got a horror, an elf horror movie right there. <laughs> Can you think of any other classic Christmas movies that we could turn? Into horror turn. movies. Yeah, think of just think of the classic horror Christmas movie: Lethal Weapon, Eyes Wide Shut, Silver Linings Playbook, Trading Places. Yeah, Iron Man Three, the classic Christmas movies that everyone watches. Well, How about we could take Die Hard off of the fucking table now. <clears throat> that movie, fucking that movie hard. was fun. Oh, yeah. That movie was fun. So we can remove uh, It's a Wonderful Life and we can remove uh, Die Hard. Yeah. I think you could make a Christmas story where the kid is killing people with his Red Ryder BB gun. Yeah. Ralphie goes off. Like, he literally starts shooting people people's eyes out or maybe he actually shoots both of his eyes out and he goes blind so he goes to reach for his red rider bb gun again grabs an actual shotgun yeah i i and got then the goes title on a tear i got the title for it okay okay what christmas story 2 ralphie's very bad day how about this a christmas story 2 ralphie's no good very bad day okay even better if we can make it like that book. I don't remember who wrote that book, and that's a positive because I am losing my bookstore knowledge. Yay! <laughs> I was really happy when... Uh, but isn't that worth keeping? I think it's Judith Bjorst. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm right, too, which is upsetting. But I was really happy when that book came out. Um, the Marsh Girl, or whatever that book was, it was based on a bestseller, but I was all excited because the bestseller came out after I had gotten fired, which means I had no recollection of anyone wanting to buy this book, and I was really excited. Yeah. Oh, what was the name of that movie? I didn't want to remember. I don't want to remember. So I'm just not going to remember. When I picked this movie to do for the show, I had no idea we would be watching two Shudder Christmas horror films in a row. I'm not that big of a fan of Shudder horror originals. Yeah. Um, their Shudder horror film are two horror movies what Hallmark Christmas movies are to actual Christmas movies. Does that make sense? I think so. I so, like, so. 
here is the Hallmark Channel, and they're just cranking out Christmas movies, cranking out Christmas movies. And so Shudder does the same thing, but with horror. We're just going to crank out original horror movies. We're just going to yeah. crank them out. Here you go. This is a horror movie. There. We filmed it. Boom. I, but, but, yeah. uh, okay, but, but it, it kept close enough to the theme mm -hmm. of It's a Wonderful Life where yeah. I, I don't feel like I was lied to, you know? Yes. Yes. Like, you Agreed. know, like, you're expecting something from the movie and it's not really there. Yeah. But they really indicated that it was. Yeah. But no, this is a pretty decent retelling yeah. of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. You know, my wife and I were going to stop at Four Kids and then it's we like, haven't, oh. We haven't run it down yet, have we? No, so why don't a, you hit us with the plot of this week's movie, Bonnie? Because you're so good at so it. So there's a murderer loose. So there's a murderer loose in town, uh, attacking like the Christmas, the town Christmas party or some shit like this. Yeah. Town Christmas festival or whatever. And he's a really cool looking looking killer, all in white, which, as Mayland is saying, ah, ten minute warning. Um, okay. was the original Scream outfit that they didn't use. Yes. Um, so he's running around, he's killing people, um, and this girl, and we had backstory with her family and her brother and all that, very loving family. Uh, she is kind of like final girl and kills the killer. Kills the ghost who turns out to be Justin Long, who is the bad guy in this movie, basically because he's a dickhead. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then she has trauma over this over the next Christmas, which I think we probably could have done without. And she ran yeah. off in a... Had said, show. Oh, she, did, she did the wonderful life thing. Oh, I wish I had never been born. Blah, 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 blah. Like, which was like... Dude, chill out. You 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 have one confirmed kill. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Uh and she does this under an Aurora Borealis, which I thought was kind of a fun touch. I guess. Yeah. Uh and it's a wonderful life. She was never born. She's walking around town, nobody knows where she is. Blah, blah, blah. You know, but now, she be befriends Freak, who yes. then... Weirdo. There's the inside joke of her being Clarence, yeah. which was kind of cute. And it was a sweet little romance, but since she had never been born, the killer is still on the loose. Yeah. She never killed the killer. Uh... <laughs> I, I I honestly think I'm making it sound more interesting than it really is. <laughs> you are. You absolutely are. Uh, so it's up to the girl and and Bernice. Her Clarence. Yeah, her Clarence to to track down the killer 
and take him out so she could be go back to her own time. I also liked the uh, bizarre cult reveal at the end of the film where it's like, I think this one guy killed him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, um, we all know that because at the end of each year, he has some weird cult ritual where he just kills people in public. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And their eyes were all glazed over and shit like that. Yeah. 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 Like, okay, apparently, if you don't kill Justin Long immediately, he turns into fucking Dr. Doom. Yeah. I originally, we, my wife and I were going to stop at four kids, but then it's like, wait a second. If we don't have the fifth kid, Justin Long will turn into a Hitler. Yes. And so, for the sake, of humanity, we need to fuck more because Justin Long is going to turn into Hitler. So yeah. that's why we have a fifth child. Fun go. fact. That's why my wife gave birth to Amber. <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect Which sense. Was it makes perfect sense. Birth. This is, yeah, this is this is just Amber's my youngest. She's uh five. That's this is the lore of the podcast now. So, so there you go. Um, we've seen a lot worse fucking Christmas movies. Yeah. If you point a gun to my head and said you either have to watch fucking yeah. what's the name of that religious bastards fucking movie, Saving Christmas? Oh, Surviving Christmas. Kirk Cameron, yeah. Yes, if I had to watch that, Kirk. Can't, if I had to watch one Christmas movie that we have done in the podcast, you have like a gun to my head. Yeah. I wouldn't pick uh, Kirk Cameron. I wouldn't pick Robin Williams' last film. That was depressing. I wouldn't pick um, Hell on the Shelf. I wouldn't pick um, last week's movie. Yeah. But I. Christmas play. I'll, Christmas. I'll, yeah. I'll pick this one. Yeah, it's, it's cute. Yeah, I, if it was on TV, I'd watch it. I, I think I think we we both summed it up. Like I said, I am giving it. A, I am giving it a very high meh. Yeah, you know? I am upset that I am just now thanks just to a Twitter lower than good, not quite there. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I am a little bit upset at the fact that. I am just now learning about the film Werewolf Santa. Yeah. Which we cannot do next week. No. Because you know what's next week, buddy? I think so. I think it's time. Oh, it's time. What is it? It's time. For the annual Christmas ritual. Which we have done. This next episode will be I know what it is. our ninth time. Yes. We did it in episode 445, 429, 285, 241, 198, 154, and 105. No, so this is the eighth. This will be yes. the eighth year that we have ended the year by watching what is, without a doubt, the single greatest movie of all time? Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. 
Now, I would like to take this and, time to remind you that I, I remember in episode 104, I said, hey, Bunny, here's an idea. How about at the end of each year, we watch the same Christmas movie? Now, I'm going to let you pick, Bunny. Should it be Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny or the Star Wars holiday special that we watch every year? And it was you who said, I think it should be Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Now, here we are about to do our eighth watch of Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Do you, uh, do you, uh, no, do you, no, no, we've had, we've, we have more variety with, with Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny. I mean, we have the choice. There's two different versions of it. Right. And then from there, there's a riff tracks and, you know. Okay. All right. As opposed to the Star Wars Christmas show. Yeah. Which is kind of going to be the same every time. I'm so excited that this is our eighth annual look at Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. And, and like have, all the and other I years. I have been honest here. We have watched this movie each and every one every, of those nine years. Yeah. And each and every one. A little part of me hates you for it. <laughs> and every year I come up with a brand new all original look at the film which yes. I think that I should be celebrated for yes. because I feel that a lot of other podcasters who don't take podcasting seriously they would just if they're doing the same movie over and over again every year that they would just use the same notes but I would never do something like that Yes. so once again this year all new not like you're going to go and look at episode 445 429 285 241 198 154 and 105 at soundcloud.com/d-pope-on-film <laughs> and listen to all of those episodes you don't have the time so yes it's going to be an all new look at Santa Claus and the Ice Cream Bunny like we do to end out every year and then after that we can actually watch uh, Movies we want to watch. Yeah. But that's next which, week. Which, okay, now, which version, though? You know what? Um, wild card. Wild I don't know card. if we've ever done this. Wild card. Watch whichever one you want. Whichever one you want to watch. Yeah. Whether it's the Thumbelina, the Jack and the Beanstalk. I kind of like the Thumbelina more. I'm not sure why. But I do. Yeah. But it's up to you which one you want to watch. But. That's next week. Now that I look back at this week, oh man, I think this has been a pretty good episode of the podcast. This has been a damn good episode. Okay, good. Uh, I I agree. I didn't want to say that because I feel like you're the person who makes that distinction. But yes, I concur. I concur with your assessment, good sir. So until next week, I am Bunny Williams. And I am Reverend Maylin, and on behalf of uh, Maxwell and uh, 